Redeemer as we continue growing in our understanding of our own story. We are gathering and sharing the stories of the people in this place. With our new podcast, Interrupting Grace, Living Into the Way of Love, we will share these stories, the stories of grace and action, the stories of love in the world, the stories of living the way of love. How are you the interrupting grace? The Way of Love at Home series is part of our Interrupting Grace podcast. When I began acolyting in the seventh grade, we were given a cross to mark our beginning of serving in that ministry. The cross was about the size of a quarter, and with some investigation on Wikipedia, it is an Alize cross. Circular cross with all equal sides. It was silver with a long silver chain and a raised square center. I don't particularly remember wearing it while I served. That's not crystal clear, but what I do remember is that everyone older than I had one, and I was very excited to get one. And when I did, I was over the moon. When high school started, it went into the jewelry box. It didn't really go with the hemp necklaces and the butterfly hair clips. And during my senior year, though, I picked it back up. And a few charms were added to the necklace. And I added a locket with a picture of my sister and me. And later in my senior year, my accompanist gave me a charm with a very small cross, anchor, and heart, representing faith, hope, and love. I went to college, took it with me, and summer after my freshman year of college, my family traveled to Italy. And on that trip, my mother bought a small Italian horn, and I then added it to the necklace. After transferring colleges after my freshman year, I wore it pretty regularly. I wore it under my shirt, but it was with me constantly. I would play with it and run paper through the openings of the cross. My hair would get tangled in the chain, so I began wearing it backwards so as to not get my hair caught. When I traveled or had a tough test or a vocal jury exam, I made sure I wore it. After graduating college, I lived at home for a year. During this time, I taught guitar at a performing arts school. Once a week, we would play music games and hand chimes. During one of the games, it was a relay race to name notes and music symbols. I played along, but my necklace kept getting in the way, so I took it off and put it against the wall. I finished my time, packed up, and went home. It wasn't until the next day I realized I had forgotten my necklace. I went back to see if anyone had found it, and they hadn't. It was gone. I did go home and tell my mother what had happened, and to my surprise, she recreated the necklace, even contacting the former head of the Acolytes. Now it just has the cross and a new locket, but it stays with me. These individual charms in and of themselves are gifts, but they represent so much more. The necklace is a reminder of those who are blessings in my life. It is a reminder that I am a blessing in my service to God, and it is a reminder of all the memories of my life, of living my life. God wants us to live life as we are, and merely by doing that, being who we are, with all that makes us who we are, we are a blessing. Bless is this week's practice. When described as share faith and unselfishly give and serve, it makes sense. We can give of our time to others, we can serve the church, we can serve others through mission, we can take on ministry, a number of things. But when we think about it, I think what makes it hard is recognizing that we are a blessing. Not because we bless others, not for others to bless us, but by who we are right now. 
We are a blessing solely by being. So, what is the best gift you have ever been given? Why was it so special? Who was the first person who told you about Jesus? Name a time you were blessed. What happened? How did you feel? And God gives us gifts so that we can share them. What are your spiritual gifts? What are the ways you share them with your community of faith and your community at large? What else have you been gifted? Let us know. We would love to hear your response to these questions and share them here on this podcast. To send in your response, you can email me at Annie, A-N-N-Y, at redeemer-cincy.org or call in and leave a message at 513-800-1458. Again, the email is Annie, A-N-N-Y, at redeemer-cincy.org. And the number is 513-800-1453. Remember to share your gifts because you are a blessing. There's a place in the darkness that I used to cling to Presses harsh up against time In the absence of martyrs There's a presence of thieves Who only want to rob you blind They steal away any sense of peace I'm a king, I'm a king on my knees And I know strong the darkness covers me so turn on the light and reveal all the glory I am not afraid to bear all my weakness knowing in meekness I have a kingdom to gain where there is peace and love and light in the light
shine bright in my life, my life. Oh, I am not afraid. I am not afraid. Well, I've never been much for the bearing of souls in the presence of any man. I'd rather keep to myself. This is Annie Stevens Gleason, Minister for Worship and Incorporation at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in the Queen of the Midwest, Cincinnati, Ohio. And recording from my guest room, this has been The Way of Love at Home. That might be all you get. That might be it. Hmm.